Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. So... You know, being, I guess, on uh, the radio or TV or, you know, even having followers on the Internet, it's, it's something that I've adjusted to over the last, like, three years or so. But you still don't really look at it as, like, people know who I am or, you know, people definitely are familiar with me. It's just, like, it's, it's strange, right? So for me, uh, I'm a Dallas fan. I follow all of the Dallas accounts. And I remember telling you guys, like, in 2023, 2024, you know, the jokes about, oh, you know, how are you a fan of this or whatever? Because it's easy now, right? You can literally watch every single game of your favorite team in every league on your phone. You can follow the reporters, the bloggers. You can follow the team accounts on social media. You can know everything in the palm of your hand. And for years, I was following our next guest on blogging the boys and, you know, just seeing his little uh, um, Instagram reels of like little things from his podcast and, and the YouTube and all of this stuff whenever I wanted to get content on the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not exactly sure how we connected, but it was a pleasant surprise to know that he was familiar with me and he was, you know, kind of a fan of mine as well. The feeling was mutual. Let's welcome in RJ Ochoa. You might have seen him on Hey K. Adams show. You might have seen him. I don't know where. I've seen him everywhere. He's from Blogging the Boys. He is one of the top guys as far as Dallas Cowboys content on the Internet. RJ What's up, man? You're on the fan in New York. Keith, great to be with you. Really appreciate that kind introduction. Uh, definitely a fan of yours. And um, I think um, our common thread is we tend to have um, a similar appreciation for legacy and just kind of epic things. And so I appreciate you having me on the greatest sports radio station in the United States. There you go. The guy knows. Uh, congratulations on your gig. I was reading that. Day. I'm like, go, RJ, go. Tell everybody where... Uh, you know, you're about to start working and breaking into the radio on a, on a daily basis or at least, you know, multiple times a week, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I run Blogging the Boys Espionation, the Dallas Cowboys side, and that's still, you know, my, my 9 to 5 if you consider, you know, me to have normal work hours. But in addition <laughs> to that, because, um, you know, I, I am team no sleep. Uh, now you can hear me every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m. Central on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. And so, um, obviously, we talk a lot of Cowboys, um, a lot of San Antonio Spurs. Uh, some Texas Rangers, which I'm not thrilled with. Um, you know, this audience won't be pleased to know I'm a, I'm a Houston Astros Ooh, fan. So, trash, trash but, fan. 
Keith, why would you bring an Astros fan on WFA? <laughs> but, you you know, that speaks to kind of what you're saying. And I'm just a Texas guy, you know, who roots for the Cowboys and the Astros and the Spurs. And, and you know, nowadays that's a lot easier than when I was growing up. And so um, it is very cool and it allows for people like you and I to, you know, break bread in a, in a two-dimensional sense and hang out and, you know, talk about the things they care about. Yeah, it was cool to know that you watched off base and you were familiar with me from that. And then, you know, what I find, uh, I connected with you, West Coast Cowboys and uh, Cowboy. And there's a ton of YouTubers, bloggers that cover the Cowboys. And, you know, people were looking at me and they're like, bro, you're on WFAN. You're on MLB Network. Like, you should build a platform and start talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm like, I'd like to, but it's just not that popular for me to do that in New York. Everybody's Jets fans, Giants fans. But I know there's a ton of Cowboys fans listening right now. I know that because they call the fan and I go to MetLife Stadium every year and I've never seen the Cowboys lose in MetLife Stadium. And the parking lot is uh, about 60-40 Giants fans to Dallas fans. Uh, that opening game this year was incredible. A 40 nothing uh, rainy game where the Dallas Cowboys came out and it wasn't a contest. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I mean, how can you forget that? It, you know, the beginning of the season does feel like 100 years ago in some senses, but um, it really kind of was the beginning of all this. And I think, you know, um, I, I know you were at the game, but if you never went and watched the broadcast right before in a really strange thing, mm-hmm. um, I mean, like I'm talking like two minutes before kickoff, Dak Prescott was being interviewed by Melissa Stark. And, you know, Melissa's the GOAT, but uh, I felt so bad for her because he was so like steely eyed, laser focused, like, clearly did not want to be anywhere near a microphone and a camera. Um, and that's, that's what this has all been about. It's, it's not necessarily simulating, you know, through then uh, to this point, but everybody knew uh, that the Cowboys would be a playoff team. However, that would ultimately happen. And, and everybody knew that they'd you know be playing some high stakes football in January. And, and that's where they're at. And now it's kind of time for them to put up or shut up because if they don't, then there are definitely a lot of people who are going to let them hear about it. Yeah, it was funny. I believe Melissa Stark even asked him about the turnovers from last year and I'm like come on this is a new year clean slate like how do you ask a guy about the turnovers and Dak did say he wasn't going to throw 10 picks and uh, we were just having the conversation about Dak having way better numbers than Lamar Jackson he should be the MVP but as you know and I know the Dallas Cowboys are the most talked about team most scrutinized team Uh, there's just different uh, standards for them and everyone loves to say they're frauds and, and I say it as well and when they lost to the Dolphins, and when they lost to the Bills before that, I think that took Dak Prescott out of any, you know, conversation for MVP. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think if if we are just kind of looking at statistics, it's really difficult to argue for Lamar um, over Dak. But you know, it is a narrative based award, and and I'm a little bit more at peace, that, you know, about this, and I think a lot of Cowboys fans are um, because that's that's part of the game. I mean, you know, that's that's part of the gig as it relates to the award specifically, and. You mentioned the Dolphins' loss. It, it was such a shame because I, I, if the Cowboys had been able to hold on, the, the go-ahead touchdown drive was incredible and, and probably would have been Dak's kind of MVP moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the, you know, and so it's funny that the defense is kind of accosted in this. And then, of course, one day later, it really boosts Lamar from a narrative standpoint to go to San Francisco on Christmas night with everybody hanging out with their families and just humble them in a way that nobody's really been able to. And so – it's unfair, but, you know, I'm cool with Lamar. If it can't be Dak, I'm certainly happy that it's probably going to be him. Okay, so let's get to the matchup. Uh, when I first saw this matchup, I said, I'm looking for revenge. I haven't forgot. I have not forgot about the years before with Aaron Rodgers. I haven't forgot about Aaron Rodgers finding Jared Cook. I haven't forgot about Dez caught it. 
Um, and even, you know, last year the Cowboys went to Lambeau and found a way. Dak threw two interceptions and found a way to lose to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The storyline of Mike McCarthy's former team versus his current team. Uh, the youngest team. Uh, their average age is 25, the Packers. Jordan Love, who everybody is already anointed as the next Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, 10, 15-year quarterback of the Packers. I think the show ends. I think that they barely got into the playoffs here in New York. I've been using the line, Tommy DeVito beat them on Monday Night Football. I know they were able to beat the Chiefs. I know they were able to beat the Lions. Do you see them coming into Jerry World? It would be terrible, but do you see them coming into Jerry World and beating the Dallas Cowboys this weekend? You know, I I, I don't. I mean, to kind of, you know, spoil any potential drama. And, and to be clear, and this is, I mean, you know, this it's a dangerous game. This is who I wanted the Cowboys to play. You know, Same. if you'd asked me this time a week ago, um, I'm terrified of the, I'm terrified of the Rams, and and because I am, I'm hopeful that the Rams can beat Detroit and then go to San Francisco and, and you know do the Cowboys dirty work for them. Um, the only you know kind of part that I disagree on, and and to be clear, you know, in our post game show that I do at Blog and the Boys on Sunday night after Dallas trounced Washington. I said the same things that you were kind of saying. I was like, you know, this one's for Dez and this one's for Romo and this one's for Witten and Sean Lee and Dan Bailey and whatever. And as the week has gone on, I sort of, you know, kind of distanced from that take and that opinion um, because what I really respect about this, you know, year's Cowboys is while they obviously live in a very long and tall and dark shadow, it, you know, the, the drought and everything that this franchise has experienced is not their fault. I mean, you know, and, and I don't think it would be fair to hold them responsible for the sins of the past and to say, you do have to go get revenge for, for the people that came before you and that failed. And, I, you know, that's something Mike McCarthy talked about this week was that, and, and I don't blame him for this, but, he, you know, last year's game at Lambeau probably became a little bit too big and became a little bit too much about Mike McCarthy. And again, that's natural. We're all human and it was an emotional thing for him and everybody involved, but you know, what, what I've kind of come around to is this This is just about, this is a team in the way. I mean, that's really what it is. It, it happens to be the Green Bay Packers, and yeah, Des caught it, Jared Cook, the Ice Bowl, you know, whatever point of history you want to kind of reference that these two have in common, you can totally do that. But at this moment in time, they are simply a team that stands in the way of the Cowboys, you know, achieving football's ultimate prize. And, and I think, you know, what I have appreciated the most about the ride that started with Melissa Starr questioning about the interceptions was they haven't cared. They haven't cared. You know, the, and when they did care in San Francisco, it blew up in their face. And they learned that. They learned that if you're chasing ghosts, you're really just fighting yourself. And that's probably the worst way to go about it. Well said. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> you've been watching Dallas like I've been watching Dallas. I, I second all of that. They all they got to do is handle business, man. They're, they're like I said, they're facing the youngest team. They're at home. They have a 16 game home win streak. RJ, I did not see this happening. I did not see the Lions coming to Jerry World and losing, and at the same time, the Jonathan Gannon led Cardinals going to Philly and beat. I just I just didn't see it happening. I did not see the Cowboys getting the number two seed and having home field advantage. I thought they were going to be a wild card. I thought they were going to go to Tampa and face the Bucks. I'm glad they dodged the Rams as well. Now, you mentioned uh, Mike McCarthy, and there's been some reports. Of course, there's reports, right, that Jerry Jones would be interested in Bill Belichick if, you know, the Cowboys, let's say, go one and done under Mike McCarthy and lose this game. I don't believe that because I've been on record here and on the Internet saying, are you dumb? This is the best year for Dak Prescott, also CeeDee Lamb, and what's the difference in the offense? Kellen Moore isn't calling the plays. Kellen Moore isn't running the show. It's Mike McCarthy's first year. 
And you and I did that episode preseason looking into the Cowboys season, and we both talked about you can't have Mike McCarthy as your head coach and move on from him without letting him call the plays because that was his M.O. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I know when we chatted back then, we... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So we're, we're going to learn something, and it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be terrible. But at the very least, you know, when this season is over, we'll have that knowledge, and we'll be able to, you know, make, make a decision and be at peace with it. Um, and I don't know how you can't, you know, be overwhelmingly satisfied with what Mike McCarthy has done. Um, you know, his probably greatest crime in, in the NFL is that he lost a very public PR battle to Aaron Rodgers. And, and that shaped and morphed a lot of opinions about him. Right. And that's not to say he's flawless and, and always makes the right decisions. But if anybody else in the NFL, if, you know, I, I would actually point to Sean McDermott as an example. And obviously, you know, he's been in the news for different reasons, you know, the last few months. But Sean McDermott said, I want to call defensive plays. And the Bills defense flourishes and has some success. And everybody says, wow, that's amazing. He called his shot. He lived up to it. Mike McCarthy said, you know what? We're going to move on from this dude who has literally overseen the best offense in the NFL. He has an incredible resume. But I believe that I can make this happen in a way that is more efficient for the overall good of the team. And he did it. I mean, like, he, he completely and totally did it. And I don't mean to, you know, dance around the way the Chargers failed this season, obviously. Uh, but McKellen Moore floundered. I mean, Mike McCarthy, at least in the one-year sample size that we have, proved himself Speaking to be Speaking of correct. a coach calling the plays, right, Brandon Staley calling their defense, saying, I call the defense, that led to his yeah. demise. And so, I mean, it, it – it's, you know how it is with the Cowboys. It's always going to be, you know, something, and people are always going to find a way to, you know, in- invoke and influence drama where-, where there isn't. And honestly, I'm grateful for that. You know, hopefully, um, you know, we're able to put my son through college off of all the attention uh, that that generates. But, I mean, it, it, you know, the Cowboys have, have just been in this wilderness for almost three decades, and Mike McCarthy has provided a North Star. I mean, they have won, you know, double-digit games in each of the last three seasons. That hadn't been done since the mid-'90s. 
They've been a playoff team every year for three years in a row. That hadn't been done since the mid-90s. They have a 16-game home winning streak. That hadn't happened in forever. I mean, they're seven-point favorites over the team who you just said, and you're right, everybody's so quick to anoint and crown as the next, you know, kind of perennial dominant team in the NFC. I mean, I just don't know how you can be so sad or so dissatisfied with him that you would want to move on in the name of this, that, or the other. I'm a big fan of Dan Quinn, and I'm very grateful for what he's done for the Cowboys. But the idea that he is somehow the one who's really running the show, when you said it, Mike McCarthy's gotten the most out of Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. And all due respect to Micah Parsons, that's the most important thing in the, the modern NFL to make sure that you can score, you can move the ball down the field. And so I don't want to move on in any kind of way from Mike McCarthy. I want to give this dude more power and extension. I want him to have a bigger office. I mean, like, I want him to have every single thing possible. <laughs> We're on the phone with R.J. Ochoa, the manager, editor-in-chief of Blogging the Boys, covering the Dallas Cowboys, friend of mine. Uh, he brought me on his platform before the season. Now we're going into the uh, postseason. I figured I'd have him on the fan. It's funny, man. There's a few things that you said. Like Mike McCarthy, it's, it, this guy said he was going to run the ball. We want to run the damn ball. We get rid of Zeke. The run game hasn't been the same with Pollard, and it doesn't need to be. They end up throwing the ball. They end up spreading the ball around, throwing it to Jake Ferguson, throwing it to Jalen Tolbert, throwing it to Brandon Cooks, uh, Cavante Turpin. I'm fine with that. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. That Aaron Rodgers, man, he's persuasive, ain't he? He, he was able to persuade the Green Bay Packers to get uh, one coach up out of there. He, he tried to get the next guy out of here, and now he's here in New York. And they need to get their head coach up out of here. But Aaron Rodgers said, no, he's good. He's going to stay. Aaron Rodgers has always seemed to have his way, huh? It's crazy. I mean, you know, I'm obviously somebody who's had their team scorned by Aaron Rodgers, and so I'm very bitter towards him in just a sports sense. But um, I would also <laughs> I would also point out that, you know, in their first year removed from him, the Green Bay Packers are in the playoffs. I mean, you know, they're able to have success, and they're able to survive, and um, they're able to flourish and thrive in different ways. And it's funny that these are the two teams meeting up in that particular respect. Aaron is obviously inordinately talented. You know, I don't know anyone that's going to deny that. Um, but, but it is interesting nonetheless. And so – you know, yeah, I, I do think that that really shapes the way a lot of people viewed McCarthy. And he hasn't helped himself in certain moments with his talk about analytics when he was first hired by the Cowboys. And, you know, this, that, and the other. Sleep Everybody in that Jerry Jones's house or that video that came out of him, like, uh, in his home, like, practicing and pretending to be a coach. Or I don't think any of that really helped. But whatever. Look where we are now. Yeah, I mean – at the end of the day, this dude has a phenomenal track record with the two, you know, arguably most Tiffany brands of the NFL uh, has had wild success with different staffs, different players, different eras, different decades. I mean, and we sit here and we're like, well, you know, if they lose a playoff game, should we get rid of him? No. I mean, you no. know, let's all come back down to earth a little bit. No. And you know what? I mean, <laughs> he's suspect with the timeouts and the decision making. We all know that. Hopefully it doesn't cost us the in-game decision-making, going for it on third down, going for it on fourth down. We've seen it. Um, and even when to call timeout clock management, hopefully Dak can save us. You know, here's a question um, as we're starting to wrap up about the defense and Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, I think, is good as gone. I think this is the last ride. Micah Parsons spoke on it. Hey, if this is the last one with DQ, uh, let, let's make it a good one. What do you think about Dan Quinn? I think he's going to Seattle or somewhere. I, I know there's somewhere that's – Gonna want him. This is the this is the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest offseason for NFL teams and even colleges looking for head coaching talent. There's so many talented, successful coaches available. The Jets passing on all of them. 
Yeah, I mean, we're certainly in a new era um, and, and potentially, you know, going to formulate some new legends, both at the collegiate and the professional level. And, you know, obviously, Quinn has turned down jobs in each of the last two off seasons. And even then, you know, our speculation and a lot of people's has always been he's waiting out that Seattle job. He wants to go home. And how could he not? I mean, he won a Super Bowl in the building you've mentioned many times in MetLife as their defensive coordinator, what now, you know, nine years ago. And so I just, you know, 10 years ago, actually, but um, it, it does feel destined. I mean, they haven't formally requested to interview him yet, but I mean, how could it not happen? And um, Dan Quinn knows he's not going to get a lot of opportunities like this, even if he's coaching like a Parsons each and every single year. It feels right. It, it feels like the time he's spent a thousand days coaching the Dallas Cowboys. And so I think you have to be incredibly grateful for that, but um, certainly wishing him all the best, um, you know, outside of whatever Seattle meets the Cowboys, but That'll provide an opportunity, whether it's for Al Harris or Joe Wood Jr. to step up and be the new defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. So here's a thought for you, RJ, before I let you go. So the spread is is uh, Dallas minus seven, minus seven and a half. There was a similar spread when Dallas hosted the Rams during this season. And Dallas went out there and absolutely blew their doors off, smoked them. This is before the Rams really started to click and figure it out. But still... I have a sneaky suspicion that this can happen, too, with this young Packers team. And here's why I think it's going to play out this way. way. I want to hear from you. I know you guys do the Madden simulation, and I know you've talked all week through how this game is going to play out. And uh, here's what I see. Jordan Love is going to be overwhelmed by the Dallas Cowboys defense pass rush. I know we're a little banged up with Stephen Gilmore out there at corner, but I expect Deron Bland to be looking to intercept the ball with the whole world watching. I expect our safeties who have played very well to be good. Uh, it sucks to not have Leighton Vander Esch, but those guys will hold up in the middle because I think, you know, Demarcus Lawrence is a game wrecker. I think uh, Odigi Zua is a game wrecker. I think those guys will be able to stop the run of A.J. Dillon, who has been hurt, Aaron Jones, who was hurt all season, and it's going to come down to Jordan Love making the throws. He couldn't make the throws against the Giants. I watched that game. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? He was able to light up the Lions. They got turnovers. They got up on the Lions on Thanksgiving quickly with everyone watching. He was able to uh, duel with Patrick Mahomes and beat the Chiefs. But, man, coming into Jerry World as a young team with not really much anybody on that team, I'm trying to think who has experience on that team. They're all young. They're receivers. Even their defense, Jair Alexander's banged up. Like, I think they're going to be overwhelmed by the atmosphere. 90,000 screaming Dallas Cowboys fans. The Cowboys have a 16-game win streak. Micah Parsons going to be breathing down Jordan Love's neck. And Dak and CD and Jake Ferguson and Tony Pollard in the offense. It's just going to be another day at the office for them. I see Dallas winning by 14 or more. I don't think it's going to be a minus seven situation. What say you? You know, I, I'm parking my car in that garage for the most part. Um, I agree that it's, this is just a really intimidating environment for anybody, let alone, you know, to your point, a, a team and, and a quarterback who's so green. Um, you know, the track record for, you know, quarterbacks making their first start in the playoffs generally isn't that well. A fact that Dak Prescott knows very well from losing to the Green Bay Packers in his first ever playoff start. Um, and so I, I do think that, I mean, at the end of the day, and, and I know, you know, these are two playoff teams and, and you know, I don't expect, you know, the Cowboys to just blow their doors off and, and make it a non-game right away. I do think this is probably a little bit tenuous, a little bit stressful in the first half. 
and maybe the Cowboys' first possession in the third half, they start to kind of put some distance between themselves and Green Bay. And then maybe, you know, it's a 10-point game and you get the Micah Parsons strip sack fumble recovery and the Cowboys go make it a 17-point game. And it's just a matter of like, man, you know, somebody tweets out like, Three minutes and 16 seconds ago in game time, the Packers are down by seven. Now they're down by 21, right. something like that. And, and I think that, you know, I wouldn't call that a backdoor cover, but I, but I think the score probably looks a little bit disingenuous at the end as to how close the game was, kind of like last week. I mean, it was a little sticky early on, and then before you knew it, the Cowboys were out in front, and it was just too late for Washington. Yeah, uh, Brandon Aubrey Graham, stay perfect. I think Brandon is going to keep kicking that ball through the uprights, and that helps the Cowboys offense as well. RJ, you're the man. Like I said, I was a fan before I even realized you knew who I was. I was following your content, and I appreciate you bringing me on your platform. I'm glad I was able to bring you on WFAN tonight. Keith, I'm a big fan of yours, big fan of the of the station, obviously. Uh, my goal is to just work one one-hundredth as hard as you do, and if I do, I know I'll have a, a lot of success. Best to you and the family, and uh, post more pictures of the cat on Instagram. That's what we want to see, I promise. <laughs> I got you, RJ. Thanks for joining us tonight. Have a good one, man. That was RJ Ochoa. You got to follow him on Twitter. He's got like 80,000 Twitter followers. He's the manager and editor-in-chief editor of Blogging the Boys under SB Nation. He's on the Hey K Adams show. He does a lot of different hits talking about the Dallas Cowboys. It's funny. Him and I got together in the preseason, and, you know, he's having me on his podcast, and he puts on the Astros hat, obviously following me. He said he watched me on off base. He knew I was a big Yankee fan, so he puts on the Astros hat. We have a little back and forth there. But if you go to my Twitter, I just I just quote tweeted the tweet that I put out from February. I said, I never met him. Um, we're fans of each other. I watched him cover the Dallas Cowboys. He watched me on MLB Network. I said, the universe never unconnects. Watch what happens next. Go to my Twitter and watch the video. We have something in common that was just like, it, you had to have been a, a child of the 90s and grown up rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. It was a moment that was not rehearsed, not scripted, that just happened live on camera that we caught. And uh, we had a lot of fun with it. it. It's on my Twitter, at Keith underscore McPherson. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.